Hello, Vikings. This is the After Augie podcast, where we talk about all things post-Augustana. Thank you to those who tuned in to our previous episode, episode with Andrew Bremeyer. If you didn't catch it, you can give it a listen in this feed. If it is your first time, welcome. My name is Matthew Cook. I was a graduate of the class of 2018 from Augustana, and I'm super excited to be your host for this month's show. Today, we are interviewing one of my best friends in the whole world, Emily Graziano, and it's going to be a great conversation, so let's get to it. So, Emily, um, go ahead and introduce yourself. Sure. Hi, everyone. My name is Emily. I am a 2019 graduate from Augie, and um, is there anything else? Uh, what are you doing now, and what did you study at Augustana? Yeah, sure. So what I, I was a double major in communications and business with a concentration in management. So I did the whole common business thing. Um, and what I'm up to now, I'm now living in Florida. I work as a, a Disney cast member here in Orlando. My official title is called convention guide. And essentially what I do is I help assist with all of the meetings and events that take place here at Disney. That's super awesome. Um, so I want to take some time to chat about your time at Augustana. Um, so kind of broad strokes, um, as we know, Augie students are stereotypically double majors and involved in about half a dozen things. Um, so we've covered your your two majors, um, but what were, the, what were some of the things that you were involved with um, in your time at Augustana outside of the classroom? Yeah, outside of my coursework, I was involved in a whole bunch. I was in choir all four years. Um, I was part of the Edge Center, working with the advertising developers group or ads. I worked for the admissions office. I was really involved in campus ministries, Augie Catholic. I'm sure there's more. I'm forgetting. There's just, there are so many things and it was great. I loved being involved in everything I was involved in. Awesome. Only about half a dozen activities listed there on top of your coursework. So yeah, well, and like you said, it was it was kind of in true Augie fashion. We never had to give up what we were passionate about or what we loved doing just because, you know, because of classes or because of our majors. So I uh, like everybody else ran with that. Absolutely. Um, is there anything uh, from your time at Augustana looking back now um, that there's kind of a direct link to, to what you're doing now professionally? Um, I would say there's no one experience that sticks out in my mind just because my career and my kind of current experience is so dynamic. But in some ways, when I look back collectively at my classes, at my time in core, working with some of the professors that I had the privilege of working with, that all taught me how to advocate for myself and really that's that's what's led me here to this path. And that's a link that I see. Um, before Disney, I was in the software space working as an HR professional for almost five years. And I have so many transferable skills that I'm able to take from my time in HR into the career that I'm building now at Disney. And so I've created my own career path in a sense. And I think that is the link because I was empowered, encouraged to advocate for myself and figure out some of those things um, based on you know my time, my time at Augie. Our careers, they're not a straight line and they should be just as dynamic as we are. And I'm sure 
our age graduates, some younger, even some older than us, we know that it's so important to embrace that movement movement and exploring different jobs and different careers. And like I said, a lot of that, knowing my strengths, my interest areas, all of that comes from my time at Augie. Um, moving on to our next question, uh, what was a transformative experience at Augustana that shot you into the career path you're in now um, and or just one of your highlights from your time on campus? Mm -hmm. I think that would be a combination between my time working in the admissions office and my time working with the ads program in EDGE. Both allowed me to lean into my love of public speaking, my love of working with other people, um, being people facing. So in admissions, I was a student caller and a admissions ambassador. Um, a caller is someone that would help promote the visit days, follow up with students if they needed anything. So I got very comfortable picking up the phone dialing a number, talking to a stranger, all that goodness. The ambassador role was a tour guide. So of course that's people facing, you have to know certain information and be able to tailor it to the audience that's in front of you, whether it was a prospective athlete, a prospective musician, a prospective science major, anything um, that that student was interested in coming to Augustana for, I had to use my knowledge and, and make sure the information I was giving them was applicable to them and relevant to them. Um, and then same thing for ads. In the ads program, I had the privilege of be being a presenter. So I worked all year with the project um, and with the team that was that was working that year. And then there are four presenters at the end that actually go and represent the school in the competition. So again, all of that, all of that led to uh, me being able to find ways to use those passions of mine, like public speaking, working with people um, and, and figure out how I can put them in certain places outside of just presenting a group project in the classroom. So that I think was very transformative, very much present in my world today and what I'm doing as a professional. Awesome. Um, so pivoting to um, our kind of topic about professional development, um, what advice would you give um, either a current student at Augustana um, or if you invented a time machine, um, what advice would you give um, Augustana-aged Emily? I think I would say to all current students or you know past Emily uh, to just enjoy the time um, from a kind of professional development perspective, um, you will never get another opportunity like college to explore things that you're interested in, to take classes that have nothing to do with your major, but are just fun and, and sound interesting to you. Um, and so I, I would say definitely soak up that time. It's very unique. Um, even from a personal development perspective, there are a lot of things that I took for granted um, about college. Uh, for example, those music ensembles. I, I was in choir. I know you were in band. I'm sure you would say the same thing. Um, I never realized how much I would miss those things um, after leaving college. And 
it's not to say that you can't still be a musician after you graduate. That is very much not the case. But I will say it takes a little more effort, a little bit more initiative on our parts in order to allow for those um, hobbies to continue. Whereas when you're in college, um, same thing like those interesting classes or those course um, electives, those extracurriculars and those hobbies that you get to be involved in, um, you just sign up for and you walk 10 minutes after class and, and go to rehearsal. Uh, it's not quite the case after school. So for any current students or for past me, I would say just soak up the time, really enjoy it because um, it goes quickly and, and it looks different after afterwards. Definitely. Yeah. I think that's one of the, the things that I know um, I miss the most um, about my time at Augustana is you know, being able to to play in, in not only play in an ensemble, um, but play in, in a really high level ensemble, um, you know, three to four days a week uh, for four years, uh, which, you know, if, especially if you grew up in the arts is kind of just a constant, you know, in, in your life. And then you transition out of school and um, it can be it can be tough to find, you know, ways to scratch that itch. Um, yeah. once you're, once you're an official adult, um, yeah. and have, have responsibilities and things like that. So absolutely, um, there's nothing to say those outlets have to disappear. Um, but you know, like I said, it's, it's something I think that we all really come to enjoy, come to be familiar with through middle school, high school, college, however long you're involved. Um, so it's, it's a precious, precious amount of time that does have an end at some point. Definitely. Um, I know you and I have talked um, offline, uh, not to use an, an overused corporate term, but you and I have talked offline quite a bit about um, the, the impact that um, the mentors that you have have had on um, both your personal and professional life. Um, can you tell us a little bit about um, some of the mentors that have, have helped you on the way? And um, do you have any advice or, or tips for students who um, may be looking for kind of mentorship, either personally, professionally, academically, um, and, you know, how they could have uh, a similarly impactful experience as, as you have had? Yeah, absolutely. I think mentorship is so important. Um, so for anybody even considering it or not considering it, do it because it really is it's it's life changing and in my experience it definitely has been for any of my mentors that might be listening to this you know exactly who you are and I'm, I'm so grateful for each and every one of you but um for as far as advice goes for those looking to find a potential mentor i would say be prepared to put in the work it's very much the mentee's responsibility to drive those relationships. So um, consider people in your life that you admire and just ask them about their experience. Um, it could be someone that you have known your whole life. Um, it could be a family member or, you know, it could be someone that you've never spoken to before ever. Um, and you just, you know, know them from your company or from your community. Um, and like I said, the mentees have to be the ones to drive this forward. So you need to be the one that reaches out. You need to be the one that follows up. Uh, you need to take that first step and introduce yourself. Um, ask to speak to them about XYZ for a couple of minutes. And it could be work-related, like I said, that kind of professional development perspective, or it could just be advice on a personal matter, um, like a relationship or you know buying a home, who knows? Um, more often than not, the person you're hoping to learn from is going to be thrilled to speak with you. So I know it can be intimidating for mentees, but 
um, I, I promise that conversation is going to be so worth it. And, um, and it doesn't stop there, the work. Like I said, mentees, um, if the conversation goes well, then it's on you to ask to schedule a, another touch base if you'd like to continue the conversation and and follow up from there. So it makes sure it lands on calendars and all that good stuff. So um, like I said, the relationships I've built and the mentors I'm lucky enough to have um, were well worth my time and that initial investment. Even to this day, I, I still speak with with many of them on a regular basis, and they've helped me through lots of obstacles from my first job to navigating the pandemic to my move down here to Florida. So um, mentees, it's up to you. You have to put in the work, but it's going to be worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, any mentors in particular um, or any folks at, at Augustana that you want to give a, a special shout out to on the podcast? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the two that come immediately to mind are Dr. David Thornblad in the business department. He, um, I took many of his business classes um, and he was actually the my SI professor. Um, so um, he was one of those that I was in uh, constant communication with throughout my time at Augie, but especially at, towards the end. And um, and then in the comm department, it's uh, Dr. Meg Kundi. She was also amazing. Um, one of my favorite professors, her classes were always so informative. And I've taken a lot of those comm skills that I learned, um, whether it was rhetoric or focus groups um, and, and taken them into to directly into my career. So both of them were fantastic. Both of them um, helped me kind of navigate my first job and that initial offer and all the things that are happening happening when you're a senior and, and getting ready to graduate. So um, on campus, uh, those two immediately come to mind. We've talked, you know, a lot about mentors and, and, and you brought up coursework. Um, were there any courses that you kind of look back and, um, you know, recognize as, as being particularly impactful? And then kind of on the other side of the coin, being in the professional world now um, and having been around in the professional world for a bit, um, are there any courses that you wish you would have taken that um, you just either couldn't fit in your schedule or, or weren't offered it at the time where you were in Augustana? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I don't think there's anything that I was regretful that I didn't take. I think for the most part, all of my classes whether they were required or they were the ones that I chose um, to fill my time, I think I feel really great about. I'm I'm trying to reach back in the archives and and like I said, nothing is sticking out in terms of I was really bummed I missed that one. I'm sure there were. There are always great classes, especially from a liberal arts side. Um, I'm sure there was something that I would have enjoyed that I I had a had to pass on given just our short time on campus. But um, in terms of classes that stick out, the public relations class, the PR class that's was run when I was there by Doug Chop. Um, I think it has now been taken over. If, if Doug is not doing it, he might be partnering or Andy might've taken over, Andy Shearhouse. Um, they both teach um, or have a part in the PR class. And that is a phenomenal course. It is very challenging. It's probably one of the most challenging courses that I took on campus with the exception of my SI. 
um, my senior inquiry project, but that class was awesome. You learn so much. You learn a lot very quickly. When I was on campus, we were still on trimesters. So we had 10 weeks uh, to, to really get to the, the meat and potatoes of that course. And what you do is you, of course, take on a, a PR lens and you're looking at business cases. You're learning about um, how to approach different business plans. And then at the very end of the, the course, you actually write your own. You're writing your own sort of throughout, but at the end, of course, is when you present it. You create your own company. Um, you have to create uh, a crisis communication plan um, and, and do all these, you have to budget for it, you have to do all these things. Um, and so that PR class, I think, was a lot of fun. It was a big stretch for me from an academic place. Um, and, you know, at the end of it, I had a 85 page plan that I wrote and turned in and was really proud of. So uh, that was a really cool course that I'm really glad I had the chance to take. Yeah, I, I think that was one of the, the one of my few regrets at Augustana is that I wasn't able to take a class with Doug or Andy um, being on, on more of the, the health sciences track. Um, uh, credits were uh, not often spared uh, sure. between labs and uh, many, many years of chemistry and math and physics and biology. Um, and if, if I had a time machine um, and I could go back, um, definitely um, one of one of Doug's courses would be one that um, I very much wish um, that I could have taken. So um, really, really happy to hear that um, you got that chance, but also um, got as much out of it as, as it sounds like you did. So, um, and I know that refrain and, and that story is, is not unique to you. You know, Doug is um, a, a great ambassador for Augustana. Um, yeah. And for any uh, current or prospective students listening, uh, take one of Doug's classes um, if you can fit it in your schedule. Yeah. And, you know, even if you don't have time for a class, just go chat with Doug and Andy after class one day. They're in the Edge Center. You have uh, so much that you could learn from them, even if you don't think it directly correlates to you in your life or your major. Still go ahead, wander in there one day and just see. I challenge you to see if there's something you can find that's going to be impactful to you in your life after Augie or even maybe while you're at, uh, at Augie. Um, I would be hard pressed to think there's nothing that would 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 apply. So like I said, go in there. They're both so smart. You can learn so much again, just by having a quick conversation with them. So uh, the Edge Center, Doug, Andy, all great things. Just look for the massive squirrel in, uh, in Olin. It's hard to get, hard to, hard to pass it, um, Find it. And, not, yeah. and not be taken by the site. So uh, <laughs> I'll certainly echo that. I know, I know Doug and, and Andy were super helpful for me um, with my uh, honors capstone, um, which without going into too much detail was um, involved uh, putting together a business plan and, and demonstrating the business efficiency um, for one of the hospitals, um, spooling up a particular program in Rock Island. Um, and they were able to lend that kind of you know, business lens um, and, and look at it just from a business perspective and um, offered some, some really, really great feedback um, and really helps me prepare to go face um, the hospital board and hospital leadership and, and be able to speak intelligently and, and um, articulate really the business case um, and not just the clinical side and, and not just the ethical side. So um, two great folks and, and uh, I'll echo everything that, that you said. Um, so last bit of our of our questions here um, are kind of related to your time um, after Augie and, and how you stay connected um, on campus. 
Um, so obviously with you living in, uh, having recently moved um, down to uh, the, the Florida Peninsula, um, I can't imagine you get back to campus all that much. Um, but I think especially for folks who may not live, you know, um, either in Chicago or in the Quad Cities, um, how do you stay connected um, to Augustana, knowing that it is uh, quite a bit far away um, from, from your current home? Yeah, um, there are two ways. Um, the first being the Gold Council. I am a Gold Council member, so I sit on the council with all of the great people running this podcast, as well as um, others that you don't necessarily see. Um, maybe they're more behind the scenes, but the Gold Council has been the primary way that I've stayed connected with Augustana, getting to work with fellow graduates that I was on campus with, but also those that I would never have had the chance to meet had I not been in the Gold Council. So that's been a really uh, awesome way to stay connected to the college. Um, and then outside of that, really, uh, it <laughs> sounds kind of silly, uh, but just checking my email, um, I'm really bad about making it to Augustana's website, or um, I used to get the um, Augustana magazine in the mail, and I've I've asked to switch to paperless. So the email, my my email becomes my primary um, mode of of um, the email becomes my information um, and my highlights and my summary provider from the college. Um, they are nice little snippets, little summaries of what's going on. And if there's important links or important videos, then that will push me out to the areas that I need to go to. Um, so email, and then I, I will add Instagram um, to that. I follow the college and a couple different college groups on Instagram. So those are all great ways for me to get little snippets um, of, of what's going on. So Gold Council, and then just checking my email and scrolling through Instagram. Nice. And it would not be a Gold Council production if we did not shamelessly plug our own Instagram. Um, so if you are on Instagram, um, you may be watching a clip of this podcast on Instagram, um, which would be very meta. Um, but if you're not and you want to learn more about the Gold Council, um, this is the graduates of the last decade. Um, we are a group of young alumni, um, and for some of us, young at heart, um, a young al alumni um, who want to stay connected to the college um, and also give back. Um, so it's a great opportunity to work with um, some great folks in that kind of uh, young alumni cohort. Um, so we are on Instagram um, at Augustana Gold Alumni, um, if you want to give us a follow there. Um, and you may see snippets of this podcast um, shared um, through that medium as well. So um, if that is something that um, is of interest to you and, and you want to stay connected, um, be sure to give us a follow uh, on top of following the college and, and also checking your email, like Emily mentioned. So last question for you, Emily, is, as we wrap up, um, Augustana's mission is to empower students to think about how their skills and passions can meet the world's greatest needs. How has your Augustana experience empowered you to use your skills and passions to meet the needs of the world? Yeah, um, that's a great question. I think what Augustana has empowered me most with, outside of things, of course, from an educa educational and developmental piece. I had very high expectations for Augustana when it came to those areas, and Augustana met my expectations tenfold. Um, where Augustana does its best work 
and changing the world in that way for our mission is the people. And so I have been really fortunate to meet a lot of great people through the college and um, stay in touch with them. I'm blessed to have an amazing friend group from my time on campus. And um, that is pretty common, I would say. Beyond that, though, I am always so impressed with Augustana's community that extends and, and has far reaches beyond the Quad Cities. And I think that's how Augustana is changing the world is, is the people that it inspires and the people that it touches. Um, you know, walking down the streets of Chicago, when I was in Chicago, I would see Augustana bumper stickers. I would see people with Augie pins on their backpacks. I, and, and, you know, like I said, Augie's reach is, is just so outstanding. And I, I love meeting fellow Vikings and I'm so proud to be part of that Viking community. Um, you know, even here in Florida, I met a lovely couple who I happened just to start chatting with. And we found out as the conversation went on that they have a daughter named Emily as well, who also went to Augustana. Crazy. She graduated a couple years before I arrived on campus, but we made that connection and we instantly felt this sense of camaraderie. Um, I even saw someone at the airport in an Augie sweatshirt and it made me smile. And so it's it's those small little things, that connection, that camaraderie, that human to human element that oftentimes the world needs a lot of. And so Augustana's part in making that happen, whether it's through current students and alumni, through parents of Vikings that make connections to friends of Vikings, we all have this shared experience of being impacted by this wonderful place. And even years after graduating, I'm still touched by those shared values and memories that we have and um, that we all love. And I'm using that to inspire me to, to make the world a better place. I, I think you just wrote the college's next marketing campaign. Um, and with that, um, that is a wrap for today's episode. Um, you can catch us back here next month um, for more After Augie action. Um, we like to keep these shows relatively short and sweet. Um, so take us along for the ride on your commute to or from work. Uh, build us into your morning routine or unwind with us in the evening after a long day with your beverage or libation of choice. Uh, thank you so much, Emily, for your time. Um, great to see you as always. Um, thank you for coming on the, the After Augie podcast. Until next time, Vikings. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>